episode amir podcast episode 58 now uh we've returned it's august summer has been going very well um i don't know about y'all but I had a great summer i've been outside you know what i'm saying now i've had some people who've been outside with me uh pretty much all summer uh we have some special guests in the building my lovely sisters are here um who wants to introduce themselves first please when you introduce yourself tell us your name uh your accomplishments, like really flex on them. Like let them, like let them know who you is. Like you do this. Like you know what I'm saying. Like let the people know, please. Okay, I can go first. Um, I'm Zoe. I am Niles' sans sister. You know, um, so for what I do, I'm a graphic designer, and I actually had the opportunity to get a job in LA, which is like you know the artist's dream. Like you want to get to LA, and I got there. You know, eventually, full circle moment. But um, <laughs> I work for an advertising agency out there called The Market. And for them, I'm a graphic designer, so I help them work on marketing decks and graphic designing and um, advertising. So, like, for example, if there's a movie, they come to us and they say, like, you know, how can we get this certain demographic or age group to watch our movie? What are some things we can do to promote these movies? Um, we do other stuff other than movies, but most of the time it is movies. But they're like big companies that we know every day, like Sony, Apple TV, Disney, MGM, like all those great companies, and we get to help them market their movies. And you know, I guess the bonus part is we get to like watch movies early, so I can help them market it to the public, just like you guys. So yeah, that's what I get to do on a day to day basis, really, which is pretty cool. Big flex, big markets, big movies. Um, my day-to-day life is I am an assistant buyer for Dick's Sporting Goods headquarters. And basically what that means is I get to pick out the merchandise for all the Dick's Sporting Goods within the United States. Um, right now, I'm an assistant buyer for Nike footwear. So I get to work on the special releases um, within Dick's Sporting Goods. And also, I get to work with the Yeezy account. So I get to pick what Yeezys and Nike shoes that we carry within Dick's Sporting Goods. So that's basically yeah. my day to day. Yep. Wow. Uh, she like she kept the drip, so like she get to pick the drip for y'all. Like do you understand? Like she really is like that. Like that's that's crazy. Since we are, uh, my sisters have been on these trips with me. Been to DC, to Brooklyn City. Went to Atlanta. Um, for ADP. And then had midsummers. Now, um, I was just talking to Sean Tony today when I went to go get my hair cut. And uh, we were talking about the soul food we had the first night, I think, after Broccoli City. And oh, yeah. uh, oh my goodness. That was such a the, the um The car total. Who put the car down? Was it, wait, I put the car down. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't know how much was it, but that's, yeah. Right, it was definitely 100 plus. Like, there was like, wait, eight mouse. Like, it was probably like $300. Yeah. 
probably big money. But um, that was probably my favorite moment of that trip. That soul food, especially at like 12, 1 o'clock to get food like that. It's crazy. Like, I would have never imagined. Um, but I was pretty much a dead body both nights after the concert. No, it's the way we, had, we all had plans to go to the club. Like, Wale was performing at a club. Thames was performing at a club. We were like, yeah, we're going to go to the club. We're going to see the performance. We ain't never make it outside the house after the, club. No. After the concert was over. Like, we went home, got lit at the house, and never made it outside. Yeah, no. I didn't even partake in those. I didn't partake. Sorry, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, sorry. No, for me, like, the best part was, like, being in the rain. Like, I feel like it was really a bonding experience. Like, I sat <laughs> closer with y'all. Like, I felt like we were in survival. Like, the team, though, survived. <laughs> Let me tell you how bad it was. Like, it was so bad. That, like, okay, so my first day fit was, like, I was so proud of it. Like, I put it together. I was like, oh, my God, I got these pants. These, like, concert, like, look at my pants. I was so excited to wear them. We got to the concert and it got cold. I was like, I can't, like, my clothes aren't, I'm not, I don't wear that much, okay? Like, I already don't have the body heat to provide that I need it. Like, so I went and found myself over by the merchandise table and I was like, I don't even care. Like, just give me everything you have in small. Like, I don't live in, like, I have so much Broccoli City merch that I don't need because I was over there trying to survive. Like, I needed layers of clothing. But yeah, no, it was crazy. Wow. Um, I think, uh, I think when I first of all, did y'all have to walk like out the crowd and back in at any point? Oh no, yeah. I, was, I think I left once, and I think that was with me. They were, like trying to go find the bathroom, and we were just so. I was gonna say we was just you know high off life, high off life, and I was struggling. I was like, <laughs> I was like shifting through the crowd like. <laughs> no. The second day, there was some point where we left the crowd and we got lost. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> like like did I get lost in the crowd? Like sir, in the festivity, like the festival? No, got lost outside near the Ferris wheel. Like just got lost, like just Dang. wandering. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, I um, only time was the first day. I think was it y'all who went to the very front, like the first day? Oh yeah, like we was yeah. at the gate. Yeah, see. When I was told y'all were up there, I was like, well, either we're going to keep this spot the whole day or we're going to just, like, be out of there. But y'all were determined to keep that spot. So when I had to go venture, first of all, I had to get in there. Then I had to go back out to get food. Do you know how hard it is? So you wasn't thinking of art. See, what you needed to do is send a food person out and you keep the spot and the food person comes back. I was the food person. Oh, see, that's where you messed up at. Why did you agree to that? (laughs) I was hungry, too. And I really, like... Went to the very, very back where the food trucks were and came all the way back to the front, like with boxes in my hand and uh, other hungry people. The way people were looking at the food when I was walking past them, <laughs> it was like they were going to jump me. I was like, whoa, chill. You can go to the back here, chill, please. But yeah, that was, um, who's your favorite artist y'all saw from Rocket City? Missy Go, hands down. I really like, t- like Tim. I felt like she was really like chill, but the vibe for the day. It was when Miss Ego did the um the little music sampler. I was like, yeah, hands down, like he got it. Like <laughs> that was fire. Uh, Gunna was my favorite. He kind of day two. I was a little like, you know. Well, think about off. it. We were the last people that saw him in concert. Like we saw no, him, we... In and the next day, this man got taken, taken, just taken. Nah, I like this. A Rico the next day. That's crazy. Like. Hope he gets out so I don't have to tell my kids like, hey, 
Last person ever see Gunna. Don't want to do that. <laughs> don't want to tell the kid about that one. Not at all. Um, anything else about Broccoli City from AGP? Um, what else about Broccoli City? Look here, our house was like the it was the spot, wasn't it? Like yeah, I didn't stay up for those festivities. Um, <laughs> I don't know what was going on down there. Y'all gotta tell me. I don't know. We had like other friend groups that had came, and they like came to our place like they all had their own little separate places and everyone was just like nah like look here and everyone had the same goal we was gonna go back out and nobody ever left the house like <laughs> yeah no y'all were down there uh getting lit yeah we was playing games and no it, it was fun though it was cool like i'm not even mad that we didn't leave for all i was recruiting people for like two months from Rocky City. yeah even crazier is that I remember when I got my ticket, Terry had texted me and was just like, Oh, look at this festival. I was like, We could take it right now. Like, what's good? Like, what's really good? We bought the ticket the same night that she showed it to me, and that was like maybe two months before the festival even. Like, oh wow, happened. like, we don't really, yeah. After that, it was pure recruitment. It was like, Yeah, <laughs> I was ready right to come to this festival. Yeah, y'all got me late in the game. I committed late. I was like, Ah, uh, why not? I'll go. Yeah. Why not? Honestly, think about the ticket. Like for everybody that you saw, compared to like how much the tickets cost for like, um, like something in the water. Like, could you imagine paying five hundred dollars for the lineup this year? <clears throat> nope. My, like, and then people that you saw at Brooklyn City was like valid people. Like, you know, and we only paid like wait, like maybe like right two hundred. Like, it's like the max I think everybody paid, and it's like would you pay double that to see the lineup that was at that was at uh, something in the water? Like. Nah. Nah, something I'm in the water there was no water you know, like, <laughs> more like something in the streets that's crazy that's so crazy um okay AGP uh I think of the trips I took that I've been recalling AGP might be my favorite it was very fun um it's wild this is a lot of wild things going on at AGP <laughs> uh I don't know what my favorite moment is. I'm going to thank you. Anybody have a favorite moment from AGP, though? My favorite moment from AGP? Uh, maybe you might be seeing, like, our pro fight, Kyla and Sydney was out there, and we got them to, like, come out to the Blue and White Picnic and see them. That was pretty dope. Yeah, that's a wholesome moment. Let me think of it. My favorite memory... You know, I'm over here minding my business. I'm like, talking, 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 and all I hear is, go on, Terry! <laughs> turn around. And my sister is getting thrown in the air. <laughs> like, what is going on? I turn around for a second. I leave her for one second. <laughs> I turn around to my sister. You know, I had to come back. There. I had to go over there and, you know, hit some dogs down. I was like, <laughs> you know, I literally, like, was like, hey, like, oh, come on. Hands off, like, let's go. 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 let us go let us go really came out for AGP Pro. I did. I did meet a lot of sororities. It was beautiful. Um, yeah, I was even talking to some other people that went and they said that um, 
the blue and white picnic had like the most people and like looked the most lit at that. all the stories like i guess like all the other ones didn't really have that many people where they just had like a bunch of fights happening and stuff there was only like one fight at blue and white and it got broken up real quick yeah i did have a fight yeah they tried to fight when i was strolling that was crazy <laughs> i was strolling around them like literally they were pushing me and Corey were moving around them like that's so crazy <laughs> Um, my favorite moment, I have two. The first night, this uh, GDI woman, right, non-biased opinion, right, said I was the cutest Sigma she ever saw. I said, wow, you know, that really is. Thank you, you know, thank you. <laughs> Whoever she is, whatever her name was, don't know her name. I'm bad with names, this is, we know this. Uh, thank you, appreciate you. Um, and then during the blue and white cookout, um, this is amazing, all the sorors I met, Great women, great women. Like really. Hey, what about your brothers? No, I for one reason, one reason only. I, I, will, like, <laughs> I will say, me and uh, me and Jadarius were like, he was walking with me at the cookout, so like that was very fun being with my Neo, just like talking to different people. That was very fun. I was, I will say that. That was another great moment. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I feel like I talked to so many different people at AGP. Like, I had like wandered off so many times, which is like talking to random people. It was just like, I think like the best part of it though, like being that it is like an overall Greek picnic, is that like everyone is just like, there's no hostility. Like, it's just like, if I come say hi to you, it's like, I'm Greek, you're Greek. Like, yeah. So, like, it's like the conversation is like flowed really easy wherever you went, like, no matter like what sorority fraternity you was talking to, it was kind of just like, oh, like, who are you with? Like, was I'm with no. this? Like, oh, okay. And then it goes on. So that was pretty cool. I met a lot of people there. AGP just made me realize that, like, niggas from the South are just different. Like, nah, they, just they cut from a different cloth. <laughs> they cut from a different cloth. <laughs> they just a bone? Like, like, they just built different. Like, or, you know, they want black. <laughs> You know, and like they just, I feel like they're just more upfront. They're just like, this is what I want to do. You down or no? This is like, I appreciate that. You know? No, they was bold off the, like, it wasn't even like a, hey, you know, you look nice. Hey, what's your name? It was, hey, here, like, this is, this is what I want. What, like, what are you going to do? Like, I was like, dang, not even a no. half of day. It's kind of crazy. Like, I'm sorry. Now, uh, I must ask, do you prefer, like, you gotta respect it, of course, like, the blood that you gotta respect, but do you appreciate that more than, like, the, uh, I guess the gentleman way of, like, how's your day, how's it been, and stuff like that, here? Yeah. I don't know, like, for me, like, for instance, if I'm going out on my date, if a nigga asks me, like, I'm just like, okay, cool, I'd rather a nigga just tell me, like, oh, like, I'm trying to fuck, or if he wants to get to know me, then, like, tell me, like, you just want to fuck, then just tell me that, like, I appreciate an upfront person yeah i think i appreciate it to the extent like i appreciate the apprentice but like you know start off like what's right like get my name or something like just at least try to like ease your way into the buttons like don't just offer it just like, rip band off. like <laughs> this is what i'm trying to do like you don't even know my name homie like yeah don't even, don't even know your name where, don't know where you're from but like you have to think like if they just come up to you like, oh, I'm trying to fuck. Then it's like, okay, that's a red flag. You're done. Like, you're barred. Yeah. Thank you. I like bluntness, though. Like, I kind of find it attractive in a way. But as long as it's like, I don't want to say, like, 
respectfully blunt because like that's not what i'm trying to say but it's just like don't just be like oh like period like this and period and it's like dang now we're gonna not play like, a little bit. bit. Like, <laughs> like, you gotta like that. Like, you just walk up to me and say this. If like, it's gonna be okay, like, yeah, I'm just say yes. Like, it's kind of crazy. Like, <laughs> I want to. Yeah. Um, medium, like the men that can. Yeah. Like, sweet talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need like medium. Sweet talker. Yeah, no. That's usually the way. If you gotta like be, so you gotta be subtle about the bluntness. Like, real subtle. That's how. That's my interpretation of it. How you gotta do it, but. I feel like it don't even have to be subtle. Like I think subtle. I think if you like, as long as you like catch the vibe and then like you know the right time to be blunt, mm-hmm. then it's like oh ha ha ha. Like, but if you just come out out, out the gates, like just straight up one hundred percent blunt, kind of like, like you're done. Like you're kind of cut. Like if you kind of ease your way in, it's kind of like oh ha ha. Like timing is everything. I agree. Timing is everything. Um, let's see. Is there any uh? Anything else from AGP? I will say, shout out to the uh, fam you Zetas. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> shout out, shout out. Wow. Um, anything else you want to say on AGP? You know what's also kind of crazy, AGP? Like, I feel like every five seconds I was getting offered some type of juice. Like, it was like everybody was walking around with like gallons of juice. And I'm just like, I don't even need to buy anything. Like, y'all just walking around with all this juice every time I turn around. It's this juice and that juice and this juice and some of this juice. Like, Gosh! <laughs> One time I took someone else's juice. Oh, oh yeah, like a, like a gallon. <laughs> oh, gallon! Like it was like half full, and like someone handed it to me. And I was just like, I was drunk, so I just kept holding it and took it home. Next, yeah, wow! Like, when we had our pregame at the house, it was gone. Wow, that's very okay. I use our brother now. My good brother now. I use him as a martyr. I was like hmm. I'm just trying to like you know talk to this guy over here and it's just like I know my my brother is friends with him so like my good brother let me just use him as a martyr for this you know let me go talk to him real quick I know you know my brother now it's not kind of crazy that's my brother let's go let's go talk to Nile let's go talk to him I don't want to talk to me at all and then you got to talk to your friend too, so it was like it's the way it went on both sides. Like, what are brothers for? Man, li- man, listen, she didn't want to talk to me at all. No, I did. I really didn't care at all. I was like, where is Nah? I've been looking for now all the way. Where is he? Like, oh, let me find him. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. We found now. Here's now. I didn't really care when I was in the That's all I wanted. I reason the walk and talk. Crazy. You know, uh, happy I could I could help, but like crazy crazy setup. Never seen it before. Uh, crazy setup. I'm not lie. I can't I can't even use them as martyrs because they move around too much. They no, literally they gonna be looking for me for real. Like where is she? I, like, for real though. Like... Oh dear, oh dear. Um, now the final trip, uh, Midsummer's. Um, Midsummer's is a cup of cue pool party in Charlottesville every year for those who don't know um, and uh, we attended uh, I will say my favorite moment uh, I got to hit uh, wipe you down for the first time ooh like a nice little show to that poolside with it it was crazy it was crazy my favorite moment from the summer was I probably have two 
My first one was going around and just, you know, menace behavior because, you know, I was a little bit and I, I found a water gun and I was spraying random people with the water gun. Dang. And then, you know, I was spraying some other people that I knew too, you know, started little word fights and stuff. But then, you know, they found word guns too and then it wasn't as fun anymore and they could spray me back. <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty fun. And then my second favorite memory was definitely like strolling with my brothers like strolling with my brothers around the pool i'm kind of upset that nobody like got it on camera because i was on cloud nine like i was really just like grooving like just like really feeling the music, really feeling the music one thing is always gonna do is stroll like every time no really go ahead teach me to stroll so i can stroll with my stuff with my brothers that'd be good i think my favorite moment was I love the brothers. I'm an advocate for the brothers, but like, <laughs> um, my favorite moment was actually like one of them getting mac and cheese. It was really fun. Cause I mean, cooking the grill a little bit too. He lets you on the grill. Yeah. You were cooking chicken. <laughs> Flip a couple wings and stuff. Paint it oh. a little. Oh wow. Where, no, I feel like me, me, no, literally, that's what I was about to say. Where was I at? But then I think about I think about it like every time like me and Terry usually go to like a party or like an event, it's like usually we start out together and then we kinda like just venture off on our own. And then eventually we find our way back every now and then. It's like hey, you know, like you good, you good? Alright, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. cool. <laughs> venture back off again. Like <laughs> a little a little update and then split back off. Yeah. Interesting. I think it's a good strategy. No, yeah. no, it just does, y'all, you see the whole function that way. Yeah, so. and then it's like, when we come back and like, you know, you have to do a little, after everything's over, you gotta come back together and kind of like, talk about what happened at the party. It's like, dang, you know, this this happened. If we're together the whole time, it's like, I knew that happened, I saw it happen. Like, that we slept around the time, it's like, she has something to bring to the table. I have some stories to bring to the table. It's like, wow, this was, this is a crazy event. Like, <laughs> you know, Better I not be surprised when I hear things. It's like, oh my gosh, wow. Like, we um now also our house ended up being the pregame house again um i don't know how that keeps happening uh what is life at the party like let's just accept it you know i guess so you know you know what's crazy what i thought about the other day we were talking about like that ring light like we should probably cover that when people come over that there was just people coming in and out we never covered that <laughs> ring light ever not at all not once like oh my god remember the house we had for best summer there was like secret rooms and stuff like Ooh. they had like a closet into a secret like you walk in the closet instead of a closet it's a bedroom like what <laughs> yeah no, no, i don't like that owner he's, she's not the mirror in front of it too like they knew yeah. like, <laughs> like why is a mansion just hanging up right there like soon as i walk in like okay see what you know i see what you know because like who, who's got to be like oh yeah i'm gonna just sleep in the closet like wait no it's one. a secret closet with a mirror in it. Like, why is there a mirror? It's not no space for you to get dressed and stand in front of you. So, like, and yeah, there was a bed. There was a what? A bed in the garage too. Yeah, garage was hot though. That was swoo. Could you imagine? What? <laughs> Sweating bullet. Not gonna lie. Um, also, the uh, the Hibachi night one. Ooh. I was Fuego. Nah, let's not talk about it because y'all want to go eat there and abandon us. Like, you know, me and Terry were almost there. Y'all was just like, let's go get it. Abandoned. We, were, we weren't even there. We would have been telling. Like, y'all could have got like a slow go play or something. Like, crazy. 
Y'all don't even ask us what we wanted so that we can order it. Y'all say, what did you say? Y'all say, that could pick it up on the way. That could pick it up on the way into the house. I mean, no, okay, well, in my defense, first of all, first of all, uh, I waited as long as I could to get food. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I was, I was, I was hungry as soon as I got there, and it was like, but no, Zoe and Terry. I'm like, how far? It was like two hours. I'm like, God, damn. Like, <laughs> I, don't like, I don't think that we were two hours away at the time that y'all called about the food. Like, I think we were like, maybe like a little under an hour away. Man, nah, nah, y'all was a little bit away because I couldn't do it. But the thing is, what we're saying is, how come you guys didn't pick up food for us and be like, oh, here's food? I, I thought y'all wanted fresh. Y'all wouldn't want it fresh? I mean, y'all didn't even offer. Y'all just said, pick it up on the way. <laughs> well, we went, well, we went to a different place. We were going to a Sato's and it didn't go. That's why I got Kavachi. We kind of like every man for themselves after Sato's. I'm sorry, but they, like, what part of that has to do with you leaving with the plate? <laughs> leaving with the plate for us? <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. The is fine. Sometimes brotherly love is there. Sometimes it's not, and that's okay. That's okay. Oh my goodness! I was thinking, like, I kind of miss y'all. I was just like, that's crazy because when we were there, you didn't miss us. You didn't want to hang out with us. But not true. Not true. I enjoy my sister while they're here, and I also miss them now. Okay. Get over before Midsummer's mm. your surprise birthday party. Oh, what how a- was it? Did you like it? Um, first of all, let's just put to rest the rumor that I wasn't surprised. I was very surprised. I was stressed I was out. Just- <laughs> so it was. <laughs> Why? Yeah. You were hosting. You were no, okay, because I feel like they would put me in, in job positions that I just did not need to be in. Like. I was getting questioned every five minutes. Where is now? Where is now? I don't know because I keep lying to me, telling me that they're on the way when they're not. So, like, I was talking to two people that was in the car with me, and they both were telling me two different things. One person was like, "Yeah, we're on the way." Other person was like, "Yeah, we picking somebody up. Uh, we haven't left the house yet. We're taking a couple shots." Like, these don't open. Like, these don't open a line. Like, get your lie together. Like, at least, like, at least coincide with a lie. You know. Like, yeah, um, I ain't a lot of you. I was just in the car. I was just a passenger. Um, I don't know why we went home um, to back to my house. That probably could have been cut out. Uh, but besides that, we kind of going with the flow, eating food, left. Went to but the whole day, though, was, it was a good day for you, though. Like, you saw all your uh-huh. friends. You had to go thrifting. Thrifting was uh, great. Mm-hmm. great. Yeah, no. My man's had some, had some heat in there. You know, if I really had some bread, I could have really... No, <laughs> no, the party. I like. It really seemed like you enjoyed the party because, like, I, I feel like I know what Nala enjoyed himself when he started dancing by himself. Like, no, <laughs> like put me in the middle of the dance circle. I got it. Like, <laughs> turn, turn the music up. Oh yeah, this is me. This is all me right here. Like, yeah, my brother's yeah. having a good time. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Reem made sure I was uh, pretty drunk before I got there. Um, yeah, like shots and shots like before getting food after getting food uh at my crib uh on the walk-in you know it was a lot going on people demanding birthday shots when i got there like yeah we even go we even called out the big one i was like Corey, like i need you to make that blue juice like i need a whole like a whole thing yeah the blue juice is fire 
Bluejuice was fire. Um, also, I don't know. I didn't like how people were trying to outdress me on my birthday. Like, don't get me wrong. I went kind of calm. I went kind of calm for the birthday. But, like, I stepped in the function. People really popping out. I'm like, that. To get to change my outfit, like I was gonna change to make something that could glow, but I was just like, right on, I don't have time. Gotta decorate, gotta like get stuff together. Yeah, but um, I had a great time. I appreciate y'all because I, I was really testing my friends, you know. I kept saying it for months. No, that's what they're saying. Like, they were like, yeah, he's been saying for a minute, but like, let's get into the birthday flyer because you know, put, my, put the work down on a flyer. Have my you did, yeah, you did. The blue seed was a great time too. It was a great time. Not gonna lie. Dang. Okay. That's cool. Um, any more talk of our trips? Any more adventures that we need to share with the world that we've you been on? Make the, you should make the flyer, the cover for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> everyone she wants everyone to know that flyer was fire. Flyer. Okay, I gotta find it. Cool. Was. I feel like um, midsummers, you know, when they be like, oh, what happens in Vegas? It's supposed to stay in Vegas, right? Like, what happened in Charlotte did not stay in Charlotte. Like, and that's the problem. But, like, what was happening? No way, uh, no way, streets, no. <laughs> like, no way. Oh, man. That's life. Um, you know, it's been a great time. Um, the other day, I was like, I don't know what it feels like to not be Greek anymore at a function. Like, I just don't know. It just kind of... Yeah. It's a thing. But you know, when you turn Greek, I feel like you step into, like, a whole other world. Like, it's like... Not even on purpose. Like, you know, they'd be like, oh, don't let Greek change, change you. Like, I don't think it changes you. I think it just changes, like, really just the, aspect, the environment that you're in through. Like, yeah. it's a whole different type of environment. It's like, you step into part, you automatically know who's Greek. Like, once you're in, it's like you're a part of a... You're a part of a special little society, little group. It's like, no well, risk and you can't come in like you don't know this <laughs> you don't know the dance moves. this song come on it's me me time like, like, like it's kind of crazy like a whole culture like I think I knew that before. like obviously like I knew that before I joined but like I think being in it like, in, like experiencing it is kind of like crazy really different I agree I feel like once I became Greek the people I hung out with changed and like my enjoyment of life really like Amped up for real, for real. Like I feel like this year I partied so much more than usual. Like, <laughs> I like even our friend group. Like I feel like last year or like last the last year of COVID, like college, like, it was crazy. Like I was pregaming before going to bowling. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two dollar Tuesday bowling. Can't knock it. Great time every time, but. <laughs> And Terry's nah. like a, little, uh, a secret good bowler. Like she don't. Even, it's like the the lack of effort that still knocks down all the pins for me. Like <laughs> Hey, yeah, I'm dead. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Kind of like uh, your your surroundings definitely change. You just like you just meet new people really quickly. Yeah. And just like wow. And now we're all in like the same atmosphere multiple times. I'm naturally gonna become friends with you. So. Yeah, it's like a twenty-four hour party that like you're always welcome to. Like, like I like I don't think I've ever run across like too many hostile people like in Greek. That's like, well, you know, I can't mess with you because you you a part of this. It's like the unity is like there. I don't know if it's just like for us and like the our region and everything, but like my encounters with other Greek people have always been, I mean, pretty welcoming to me. 
Yeah, I um, I think it's somewhat new actually. I feel like some of my pros have told me like it's not always been like this. Like even within like same org, like some same org, same like different chapters don't really like get along. So I think it's changed for the better. Yeah. I would say the same for us too. Like we've heard like stories, past stories about like how it wasn't. It has always been like this, but like I have never experienced these things. So maybe it's us. Maybe it's us. We're no, just, yeah, because you know. I was about to say, I feel like it's also, like, a who you are type of thing. Like, I feel like you can't just, like, chalk it down to, like, oh, you're a part of these letters. Like, you just, you just not it. Like, you're not cool. I think it all boils down to, like, who you are as a person, too. Like, when I meet you, like, the vibes are good and everything. Then, like, you cool people. Yeah. At the end of the day. I agree. Definitely agree. Um, so, let's transition from uh, our trips, our trips to... Uh, Y'all are in new cities, new experiences, um, and more new cities possibly coming on the way. So uh, can you tell us where y'all are, how y'all like feeling being back in these environments? Well, old one for Zoe, new one for Terry. Um, yeah, let us know. I feel like moving to a new city is really different. Like, it's moving from college into a new city because like in college, you always have like, you know, it's easy to make friends. <laughs> you're like in a setting where you have to make friends but when you get to, to the real world it's different because just like you don't really have that um, structure but like i don't know i really like i'm not gonna say i love pittsburgh but it's definitely interesting i don't think i'll stay here for long but you know like, out there with the Steelers. people here are crazy <laughs> I'm about to wait for her to get her apartment together before I come visit. I'm about to just pop up. I got her address now. It's like, oh, man. See? <laughs> can't be giving it out. I asked her why. She can't answer. She just said her address. Um, for me, though. I'm kind of just like temporarily here for a little bit. Like my lease ends in December and I'm going to be heading towards Phoenix, Arizona, just to kind of like get, I'm like dipping my foot into LA. You know, like I'm not trying to just like head first jump into the pool because LA is expensive. Okay. Like kind of crazy. So I need like some type of like cushion. Like I need to like dip my toe in before I just like jump in. So Phoenix is only an hour flight from LA. So I'm just gonna be living in Phoenix and like flying in LA frequently until I eventually like move there. Hopefully by like 2024 though, I'm like living in LA. I probably won't take it long either though, honestly. LA is kind of crazy too, which I am too. You know, I'm trying to just like live it out for like five years. You know, really get the most out of living in LA and then leave. <laughs> During like the end of your 20s type, living in LA? Right, like, I'm at, cause like think about it, 2024, I'll be turning 24, move to LA, really live out like a couple years, you know, get all the connections and networking, little crazy life, all I need to do in LA, and then leave. Yeah, I think I'm probably gonna try to Texas up for real. But um, I think that like coming back is like a really, not a drastic change, but like it's definitely like a social change because like I feel like all my friends here, not that I've like outgrown them, but like I feel like I am just in a different part of my life that's just like not the same person I was when we were like more closer when we were like you know like, like high school like my high school self and myself today is not the same and yeah, I think like, when I came back and it's like I'm doing all these things and like I had this different mindset I had this different like my personality has grown 
my um like being an adult has changed me like not drastic like where I'm a whole different person or anything like that like I still get along with my friends here but I definitely think that I am on a different wavelength in a sense than my friends yeah. here so like hanging out with my friends here versus hanging out with my friends in college are like a very different very different energy very different like wavelength very different like I don't know all love though you know all love so they were also friends and everything <laughs> like I'm not saying that they're like bad people or anything I'm just saying that it's very it's a very different like culture shock type thing like a very different social change um yeah I agree it's um I don't know I feel like that just naturally happens like you like like you said I'm not in high school now I was a completely different person like he wouldn't even do half of the stuff that I do today he's probably very proud of me actually now I think about it yeah um do you like as elevate like it's not really like you don't like them or nothing it's like you elevate to like a different mindset and it's like yeah. we don't match as much as we used to which is fine we used to be cool it's like don't know if we can uh, be as close just naturally yeah. Um, yeah I think it also comes from like a mindset of like you have this idea of what you like where you see yourself and like how to get you to that place and it's like you surround yourself like in college you can surround yourself easily with other people who are like-mindedly trying to do the same thing like we're all kind of like working towards this one thing and then you come back to like where you grew up at and it's like there's so all your friends that like kind of stay and aren't really like there's no there's no path like there's no there's no vision there's no goal it's like i'm just currently just like stand still living life type thing like just like letting life flow which is fine sometimes but i feel like when you're not in that mind space it's kind of hard to like um have conversations that kind of like just flow like what are we gonna talk about like i am on a whole other mindset like i'm on a whole other like thing so it's like what are you like there's no benefit like no, no beneficial factors really and it's kind of like that's kind of tough navigating too and then also i don't know if it's just me but like when i talk to other people who aren't like really moving towards something it's kind of like i be feeling like i'm like bragging or something or like i'm just talking to like i don't like mm. to talk about what i'm doing as much because it's like i don't want it to seem like i'm just like oh i'm doing this that and the third because i don't know i feel bad about it but then they'll be like no no like talk about what you're doing it's like no because i feel personally i feel bad talking about it like because i know that you're not like working towards anything which is like i don't like not to say that it's a bad thing that they're not working towards anything because you know everybody has their time where they're like moving on to any past and stuff but it is definitely like a change like i said earlier just like a a big change yeah. very valid even like in college i felt that way too like talking about like what i was doing after college i was like not like telling people because it feels like you're bragging and then also it's just like y'all just aren't in the same bag and so like Mm -hmm. like listening to people and listening to like how they view how their life is how they want their life to come out but then hearing how you want your life to come out is like really interesting and it makes you want to change like who you surround yourself around because like i feel like who you surround yourself around is like really important to how the outcome of your life is and so like navigating that after college and like just navigating that in general is like really hard and difficult because it's not it's not like you don't want to be friends with them just because um, what they're doing with their life just doesn't align with you. But it's just like, mm-hmm. it makes it harder for you to like form a relationship with them. I agree. I think, um, I think the world well, kind of by what you both said, like, I think it is very interesting when you like realize it. Cause like, sometimes it takes a while to even realize it. Like, why aren't you like, as cool with your one certain friend that you were before? But then you realize, like, like Zoe said, they're kind of, like, stagnant. Like, 
what they where they see their life going it's like it's almost like well it's low-key almost finished like where they envision their life being is like it's almost like done like they're almost there where it's like you know they already already reached their peak in a sense yeah yeah where i feel like i'm towards like the bottom of where i want to go like there's still a lot to do and where they're like at the top which is crazy yeah this is it for you and it's so crazy like because like for I don't know at least for us like I feel like there's just like a lot more gonna you know happen and then like when you see other people it's just like wow it's very like surreal like how ending college like makes you look at life and look at your friends yeah and sometimes it's frustrating too, like seeing your friends, like when they're like, oh, I want to do this, that, and the third, but like they're not doing anything to like productively get to that spot. It's like, I'm not seeing, like, what do you want me to do? Like, if you're not helping yourself, how do you expect me to sit here and listen to you and not help yourself? Like, it can be frustrating sometimes, but like my moral of the story is when I'm ready to go to Cabo, I need you to be able to also go to Cabo. Like, you know, like, like, when, like we need to get to these places. Like, I'm trying to be like, like, let's say in like five years or so. When I'm ready to go on like a little friend trip, I'm gonna need my circle to also be in the right place to just go on that trip as well. You know, like yeah, yeah. It should definitely just be about dates at that point. We're just trying. When are you available? Not like, oh, I can't do it because money. Oh, I can't do it, do it because I have a child. Woo, another one. Because like I feel like I, it has not even sat in my head like how old I'm getting. Like I say, like I'm super old or anything. Like I'm only 22, but it's just like. My friends are out here getting like engaged, married, having children, and like not to say that's a problem because it's definitely like not a problem, but it's just like I couldn't even like visualize myself having a child right now, like being a mother. Like I'm so far off where I want to be that like a mother does not fit into that right now. Like I'm, I need to try. Like, I need to, I need to elevate a little bit more. Like I need to travel a little bit more. Like there's just so much life that I still need to get through. And then when you do have those friends who are kind of like fast forwarding through life they're like getting married right now they're having kids right now it's like okay in five years when i'm ready to go to cabo they're gonna be like well i got this five-year-old at home like yeah you know like i'm trying to go to vegas um for new year's and my friend that's like i'm close i'm really close to here she just told me that you know she's having a baby i'm just like Vegas. like what do you mean She's like, she's like, she's like, yes, I can. I'm like, but no, but you're not gonna experience the way that I want to experience it with my friends. Yeah. Like, you know, like you can't do the things I'm to do. Like, you can't be getting on roller coasters and drinking big Tuesdays and going to the clubs and drinking. Like, you can't. Like, you know, like I'm not even trying to like talk down on people who are having kids right now because some people do. Like, some people I know who are like, their goal is to have a kid. Like, they're trying to have children. They're trying to get married. You know, like, all these things. It's just kind of crazy because it's like, like I understand that people want that like family life. They really want to get to that point in life, but it's just like you don't see yourself doing anything else before that. Like, what about like all the, all the mistake times, like all the times you just like go wild out a little bit and stuff. Like fast forwarding it for no reason, bro. Because like when you have a kid so early, like intentionally, how can you really like inform a kid about the full spectrum of life? Like you know what I mean? Like I feel like I have a kid now. And they come to me when they're 25, I can go, oh, I'm doing good at this. I want to even have an answer for them or an experience to share with them. And it's just like, but like, I don't know. Like, I salute people that decide to have kids and decide to have kids early when they're ready. But it's just like, dang, like, they get time. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, that's a good point. Cause like, 
let's say like we all want to get to a certain level so let's say we do that before we have kids right like so when they are like 25 and they access like about some like business stuff or something like real professional like we've experienced that whereas it's like uh i don't know because i was raising you i don't know what that yeah. is that was so crazy and like and if you, you want to better childhood for your child yeah if you do have a kiss so early, it's kind of just like you can't like do a lot of stuff either. Like it's like my time is like going into this child now. Like all these things I wanted to do or you know try to do, you can still do them, but they're just like a lot harder. Like there's so many more like limitations and restrictions. It's like, can I wild out like this? Like no, because I have a kid at home. Like what if I wild out and it lands me somewhere where like I can't ca- take care of my kid? Like what if I go somewhere and wild out crazy? And I'm not, like at the end of the day, I still have to worry about like I'm caring for another person. Like at the end of the day. I'm someone's parent so if something happens to me it's gonna affect not just me it's like also gonna affect my kids so like that's kind of like, yeah like it's kind of crazy like you're not responsible for like a whole nother life like I'm still trying to figure out what I'm like not what I'm doing with my life but, like I'm still trying to figure out like who I will be like when I get older like wait like I'm still like grown as a person I feel like I'm still like a, a grown adult I'm just a young adult you know just entering into like this whole professional world like when I just the other day I signed up for my health benefits and I got like my own health insurance card I'm just like what is this like I was reading the thing like what is the PMO what is the HMO like what do you mean what do these percentages mean like I'm just like really entering this world and like we're just all like yeah I guess just taking our own paths and like growing as adult experiences and stuff and like honestly I need the wild out a little bit you know I still got some some left in me like I need to get it out <laughs> like I still got some experience experience I want to make those like wild stories I can tell like my kids my nieces and nephews like oh back in my day because like what are you going to tell your kids if you have a kid now like what are you just going to tell them your wild times you had in college like high school days a whole life to have like you're not going to have no stories to tell because you're going to be the story they're going to be there they like yeah I was doing this and you was right there like no yeah, no. Um, these are great points. Look at us really potting, like really deep conversations, like really talking to the people. Like, <laughs> we love to see it. Um, but no, as Terry said before we started, adulting is hard, and I can only imagine adulting with a child. Like that's yeah. that sounds not sound fine at all. Listen, um, with this lifestyle, I can't be splitting my check all, all, these, <laughs> all these different ways. Okay, like <laughs> my therapy, I like to shop. Okay, I like to go out and enjoy myself. I can't be putting money to the side for, for diapers and, and stuff and formula and stuff. And there's a formula storage right now. Like, I can't. Yo, yo. <laughs> it's just so crazy because I like, I was sort of there as parents. Oh, can you buy me the new Jordan? Jordan? Like, ask them. <laughs> ask them for Jordans or ask them, can I get a new coach bag? Like, it's like my kids ask me that. I'm just like, you have coach bag money? Like, what's going on? Like, no, like it's just so crazy because I cannot even imagine like putting aside money for my kid to buy like a designer bag. I'm like, so if I was like, no. And I feel like I feel like the more older I get, the more fr- like I understand the frustration my parents be having. Yeah. Like the yeah. you don't have the money for this. Like what are you talking about? Or like when you mess you get something nice, they mess up. You can't never keep up the money. Stuff. Like no, but you know, I just a mistake, no, because if I buy me some jewelry and you go. You gonna mess them up, like yeah. No, you know when you used to wait to the last minute to do a project and you go out oh to the car and be like, "Mom, can we go to Walmart buy a triangle?" What you mean by a triangle? Like, <laughs> I was really spazzing on my job. It's not. It's 10 p.m. and you stand up here asking me about a triangle. Why did you start to like? Yeah. Or like, I 
I started noticing soon, like recently too, like um, when my mom asked me questions, like I don't really want to talk about it. Or, like I really don't know the answer. I just be like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, like, what about this? I don't know. Man, I was talking to this person. They just kept telling me, I don't know. Like, what do you, if you don't come up with an answer. Like, what, do you, what do you mean? I don't know. Like, <laughs> like what do you mean? And then I realized, I was like, no, I understand. Like, I understand the frustration because I was genuinely frustrated. Like, I was just like, what do you, like, you don't have nothing else to say other than like, I don't know. And I'm just like, wow. I sound like my mother. Like, no. Uh, <laughs> when I went to um, I went to Williamsburg with my family last week. Like, my dad was like taking us out. To, like, he's paying for all of us to eat food, right? So like, we go somewhere to get breakfast, and like, my sister's gonna eat all our food, and like, he just like be like, look at this, wasting food. And, I'm like, I understand. Like, <laughs> you're spending like eighty bucks every meal, and like, food is being wasted. I would be sick too. I would be so upset. Like, how does that? I'm just wasting money, like, yeah. But isn't that crazy? Like, we're actually, like, like, life is moving so fast. Like, I feel like, like, the like the time is just going by, like, super fast. And it's kind of crazy. Like, if you think about it, like, I'm 22. And a couple, I'm going to be 30 soon. Like, not as like, super close, but, like, it's kind of <laughs> close. Like, you know, like, it's, it's kind of close. Like, it's close. Like, when you think about it, we're 22, now it's 23. Like, that's yeah. close to 25. 25, you damn near 30. You damn near 30. Like, <laughs> like life life is moving and like these student loans but don't make me start i got literally the mail it was like yeah you gotta start paying like your grace period is over in december i'm like bro like the government's coming for me like you know like, adults is getting real like you know? yeah no it's like yeah money just like money just flies out your pocket as an adult it it's like flies. Bro. Oh my gosh, I paid, I, I just picked my health insurance and literally I got my paycheck like two days after. They didn't waste no time. They said, oh yeah, you enrolled. They came out my paycheck. <laughs> I mean, like, kind of like, you didn't even give it a chance. Like, I didn't get the card in the mail yet. Like, y'all <laughs> Nope. Nope. That's crazy. Um, okay. Let's, let's, let's move to music. Um, I want to start with y'all song of the day, um, and then we'll go into Beyonce album talk. Um, also, just relatively new music music talk. Um, my song of the day—it's a great question. Song of the day is um, "On Deck" by Gucci Mane. Now, listen. Earlier, I was outside living life, um, and I decided to like record myself cutting up. I must say. I was very much on beat. You know, I would have made the people of Baltimore very proud. Um, oh, Jada would have been proud of you. I sent it to Jada. She, uh, she sent me a video back of her cutting up. Um, I won't tell you what she was doing while she was cutting up. It's very African American, very uh, typical Baltimore person. Like I don't even want to say <laughs> it. If she was like, "This is what are you doing?" But um, that's my song of the day. I was having a great time today. What about y'all? Um. Give you the world by Speed. If you didn't listen to this album, make sure you do. Great album. Um, I've been like the past like week. I've been like shuffling through like these same three songs. And they're all kind of different, you know. But I was to the Southside Royalty Freestyle off of Megan's new album, mm. and um, Girl by the Internet, Kishnada. And Rocksteady by The Whispers. Rocksteady? Right. 
um, I have a song for y'all to listen to. Y'all should listen to. Um, it's called Wet by Cali. Um, so it's gonna be a while. I feel like it's gonna be one of them next, like you know, at the function. Mm-hmm. Rapidy rap girls is gonna be going off. Like, I feel like it's one of them ones. Like a lot of you. Okay, I'll listen to it. Yeah, this came out. Uh, I've seen snippets on her page. She also looks amazing. Um, so I think it's gonna be one of the ones, respectfully. We have um, a Cali Yeah, no, nah, she was ooh, <laughs> beautiful woman. That's all I'm gonna say. Beautiful. Um, now uh, Beyonce. How do y'all? Well, first of all, my opinion on Beyonce album. Uh, let's do it once in full, you know, to get all the transitions and everything that was going crazy on Twitter. And um, it's pretty good. Uh, I wasn't like, I wasn't blown away. Um, favorite song on there is Cuff It. Cozy is also good. Um, Pierce slash Honey is also good. Um, I do like the dance vibe. Like, it's cool. Like, I'm cool with it. Um, but like, I will say, I might get slander for this. I personally would probably take the Drake album over it, personally. It's me. Uh, but I liked it. It was cool. How do y'all feel about it? I think it's funny that you say that you prefer the Drake album when Drake is one of the main writers on Beyonce's new album. Uh, which one is he on or wrote? Um, he wrote a couple. Oh, well, not like he wrote the whole song, but like he helped write a couple of them. The other thing was in the studio together. Do I know if they were in the studio together? Do you think? Do you think they were? I mean, yeah, like maybe they weren't in there like the whole time together, but like maybe like the the brainstorming for the album because like they're both very much dance hall vibes. But I mm-hmm. think they're more so dance hall vibes, like not play in the club like everyone like turned up at work but I think it's more so like you go to an event that's very dance hall vibes event and then they play this and then it would go crazy like I feel like it, like it would be up but yeah um, but yeah he is a writer on there which is kind of crazy and that they're both dance hall vibes he is a writer on some of her songs on the album and the kind of the album cover is kind of like they're a little, they're a little cohesive you know colorway yeah. kind of thing little holographic looking stuff I didn't even notice that. That's very true. Terry, how do you feel about the uh, the overall Beyonce album? How do you feel? I'm a very strong fan, but I don't like it. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like it just didn't sound like a Beyonce album. And it's like crazy because I feel like Beyonce, she goes through different transitions throughout her music. So not mm-hmm. every album is, is the same and every album she takes on a different persona. But this one, it's just like, I feel like she was trying to appeal to an audience that just wasn't, wasn't her usual. I feel like she was trying to be like a TikTok music star. And like, she definitely did achieve that. Like, you know, everyone is using her music for TikTok now. But it's just like, I would never like sit down and listen to that album. Like, I would have it, like, I probably have a couple songs for a playlist for a party. Mm-hmm. But I want to sit down and listen to it. Like, it just wasn't me. Yeah, I think it's also kind of crazy how like um, I do agree that it's definitely catering to a different audience. I think you know certain artists should just like stick to their lanes for real. Like not to like discredit her album or anything, but definitely like there's certain artists for certain things. But I do think it's kind of crazy how she's getting like slandered about it on social media for this album. Like I feel like there's so many new albums that came out in the past like what three four months, 
and they're all getting like praise and they're just like oh this is so great this is so that Beyonce comes out with an album and they just credited almost every song on the album like there's videos coming out they stole this she stole this Pharrell producing the album he's yeah. for me and she's getting slandered for her use of words like um I know that she had got slandered for using the spaz in her song and they were like this is against you know disabled people and stuff i'm just like she really like obviously if you listen to the song she did not mean it that way like i feel like if it, it would only be offensive if she meant it and made like a disabled like joke or something but she didn't like it was you look like there's so many different ways to use the word spaz like there's different like cultures for using it and she mm-hmm. obviously wasn't using it in an offensive way but they still like they, they did to lizzo too actually i saw but yeah, mm. made her like take it out the song. It's kind of crazy. Like she obviously wasn't like meaning it in an offensive way. I think there's certain words that obviously like however you say it is offensive. But like I just don't feel like that was one of them. Like I feel like that was just strange. When people were getting upset about it, I was just like, I feel like you just don't talk to African like you don't talk to Black people because like yeah, like like. I don't know, and they did it. They also did with Nicki Minaj with one of her songs when they're like, "Oh, he's deaf dumb," and they're like, "Oh, like that's so rude against deaf mm-hmm. deaf people," and it's just like she wasn't talking about you. Like, I don't know. I feel like people like when it comes to black women, they always be so quick to jump on their back to be like, "Oh, you're so insensitive," like you're so rude, you're a bitch. Mm-hmm. When it's definitely not the case, like you're reading way too much. Someone even came out, you know, um, Monica Lewinsky, the one that everyone was just like, oh, she had an affair with Bill Clinton and all that stuff. She was like, well, since we're getting Beyonce to take out words on her song, make her go back and take out when she uh, used me as a reference for like Monica Lewinsky all over my dress or whatever. And that song came out in like 2013 or something like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. come on, like, <laughs> what are we doing right now? Like, yeah, I don't <laughs> No, that's a fact. But yeah, I don't know. Especially like this type of album. Like this is like a dancey type album. Like album. Why are you taking issue with an album that's literally just to, like get people together? Like just vibe out. Like not even no like it's not even like no crazy like lyrics and anything going on. She's just trying to like try to vibe really. Like, so. Yeah, I think a lot of people were expecting her to like. I feel like when I hear like dance music by Beyonce, I would have expected more of a um. What's that one song? Crazy in Love. I don't know what they're saying this song. Something crazy like that. That beat to that song. I feel like if someone would have just like told me like, oh, she made a dance album, like I would have expected more of that vibe, like more of that like a beat that vibe. Like I don't think I really was expecting like a literal dance hall like production. That's more like a, um, I guess like a hip hop dance type of song, I would say. Yeah, but I think just the surprise of it because that just shows how much she's like, she's like not that artist. Not that she can't be, but just that it was just a surprise in general for like Beyonce. Like just like looking at all her albums, she does have like a variety of different types of music. But the dance hall is definitely like a new, a new path that she's definitely taking. Yeah. Uh, the next one, there's like, you know, there's probably three parts. The next one's supposed to be the R&B album, so I'm very excited for that. That's going to be like, you know, the real Beyonce vibes, so I'm very excited yeah. for that. Um, no, it could be, she could just be like a really big, uh, a really big, like, dance hall fan or something. She could I just wanted to, like, make an album to, like, for fun. Like, I mean, if I was Beyonce, I'd be making stuff for fun all the time. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So, it could have just been, like, an experiment album for her. Like, she just really enjoys it and just wanted to, like, do something for it. This album, like, 
title of the album definitely speaks to Beyonce because like she called it Renaissance and it's just like a renaissance of all her music and so it makes sense it's just like it just wasn't like my favorite but I was I can appreciate the artistic view or like appreciate how she's like pushing her boundaries and stuff like that yeah you know, I wish we'd drop a dance. She don't gotta drop an album. She could drop a single. Like, Rihanna just need to put, put that pencil on that. Please. Like, Please. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, and like, get in the booth and just like, sing it or something. Like, girl. Like, even if, like, can, like, ASAP, like, ASAP out here um, coming out with some, he's over here headlining festivals. Like, if you don't get your fiance <laughs> in the studio, like, <laughs> Another ASAP thing I'm gonna tweet because it's just like, nigga, ain't no one asked for you. So now, <laughs> wait, wait, you want to your wife? No, really. Like, can I at least get like a, even if it's like a little duo thing, like, let's like, have Rihanna featuring ASAP or like something. Like, can I just get a little, it don't gotta be an album, like I said. Like, I understand you got a baby now, you better get married. Like, can I just get a single? Like, can I get Bro. like a song dedicated to your kid or something? Can you imagine, like, and they tell you, like, your mom is Rihanna? Like, I think that's kind of, like, thinking about celebrities' kids, it's like, these kids, like, we see them as, oh my gosh, it's Rihanna. Oh my god, it's ASAP, it's Beyonce. These kids living with these people every day. Like, your mom is Beyonce, like, I don't think you know that. Do you realize that your dad is Jay-Z? Like, no. you know that your mom is Rihanna? Like, <laughs> I don't think you know. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, because you know as a kid, like, you're like, mom, dad, you're so embarrassing. Could you imagine a kid being like, oh my god, like, mom, Rihanna, like, you know. embarrassing. Like, I think you're cool, you're embarrassed. Like, Like that, like that. Don't, don't bring the Rolls Royce to school today. Please, please, that. Yeah, wait, they, 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 the drip? Like, they, they some fashion icons. Like, yeah. Was it a boy or a girl that they had? Um, I don't know. I don't know if they released that or not. They had. They had the child. Mm-hmm. She had it, like, this month. Like, last month? Last month? Like, recently. Like, really recently she had it. Mm. Yeah, I just... Yeah, she definitely had it in the studio. Like, come on. It's been too long. It's been since 2016. Like, I know you're under your maternity leave and stuff, but she about to come out with a whole line of hair. Like, you saw Pansy hair about to come out. Man. <laughs> she said, listen, I got all you these other the weave? And be doing this. She's getting into the weaves? Wow. Yeah, Betsy Harris about to come out. She dropped a little contract saying that it's been like approved. Like now it's just production. It's just on the way. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. Um a billionaire too. Yeah. Definitely. <clears throat> okay. So the last part, last segment of the podcast is a uh, questions of the day. Now, um, let's start off with this. Um, I wanna ask y'all just a little bit of relationship talk. Um <laughs> One, I want to ask you, can y'all tell the people your current relationship status, right? And then secondly, like, you know, like, you know, y'all are them girls, like, y'all are, y'all are them, like, you know, don't play with them, you know what I'm saying? So, like, like, what do these guys have to do to, like, even, like, get a chance to possibly, you know, talk to you, you know, try to, you know, get with you, whatever, how you want to describe it? I'm just curious. Um, I think, well, to start, I'm single. But I had like a really standing, yeah, you know, Ooh, like, <laughs> you know, we're not out here like that, okay? Like, we preserve. <laughs> we're just a mafia, okay? We, we preserve. <laughs> no, I'm playing, but um, yeah, I'm single. 
feel like I'm in this space now where like I'm just trying to like enjoy life and like see what happens. Like I'm not in a rush really to get into a relationship just because like I was dating somebody for like eight years. Like that's half my life. I'm 22, you know? That's almost half my entire existence. Like I think I'm at this space where I'm just like seeing where stuff takes me. Like I'm not really like focused on getting into a relationship. But I think stuff that interests me, like for people who I would like get the chance to like talk to and stuff. I really like people who are like not culture, but like maybe like open mind, like really open-minded people. Like I feel like that's like a given. Like if you're not open-minded, like it's just not gonna work for you because yeah, it just won't work. But yeah, I like really open-minded people, people who enjoy stuff like going to festivals, listening to music. I definitely enjoy like a um like a funny side, like not a too funny side where you you OD and crazy, but like I feel like I have a very goofy side and I need someone who can like cater to that, you know. And I also need someone who has ambition. If you don't have no ambition, like I'm not about to be the only person in this house like got some ambition, okay? Because that would drive me crazy. Like I can't even stand that in a friend. So like imagine having that in like a partner. Like I need someone who I can be successful with and can also bring successful to the table. Like we need to be successful together. Type of thing. Like right. even if like, you're not even like succeeding, like like maybe you're not not succeeding. Like maybe if you're not even like moving fast in your goal, like at least you have a goal and you're working towards that goal. I can live with that. I can live with you being productive. Type of thing. Um, yeah, that for sure. And I don't know what else. <laughs> no, I feel like that's really valid. Like, okay, for me, I'm single as well. And um, I'm very similar. Like, I'm really not looking for a relationship. And I don't foresee myself being in a relationship for a while. And all of college, basically, I had a boyfriend. And now it's just like, I just want to be by myself. Live my life. And for me, it's just, like, really important that, like, my partner is just, like, I don't know, just willing to explore life with me. Like, someone that's just willing to, like, try new foods. Like, I'm the type of person that I like to take my friends to, like, Ethiopian restaurants or, like, take them to, like, new places or, like, things I like to do. So, like, you need to be able to do that as well. And also, this is controversial, but, like, I really... I'm very strong on like you need the funds to be able to be with me. Like I'm not saying you need to pay for all my things, but if I want to do something, I don't want to hear like, uh, I can't because it is like no. Like if I want to go to Cabo, like you need to with <laughs> me. But like I don't know. I also appreciate someone that's like ambitious, you know, who's like working towards something. And even if they're not like fully at their goal, just showing that you know you have goals. Yeah. You want to do something. You have direction. You know. Yeah. Not a big fan of the person that has like ten business plans. Like, no, take, take <laughs> I think. Yeah. I think another big thing for me too is that they need to be some like at least a little bit social. Like, you don't gotta be like OD social because I I know I can be like a very OD social person. Like, I can talk to anybody for real. Like, but as long as I can, if we go to an event, if I bring you to an event, I need to make sure that you can survive on your own. Like, I don't need to be holding your hand the entire event like I could actually be able to go over here and do what I'm doing and you can survive and talk to find someone to talk to you at the event and have a good time you know like I need someone who can survive socially on their own exactly I think that's a big point I really like men that are very outgoing because I feel like I'm one of those people that's like outgoing sometimes but then to myself when I want to be so I need someone who can balance me out but also like if I'm in a group of friends I want you to be able to like talk to them without me having to like be next to you to, to like carry the conversation for them type thing like that's not like you need to be able to hold your own type thing and i think it's important 
for me to know how to dress. Something that really irritates me is like if you can't dress, it's just gonna like. What are wait wait wait? This is this is a great conversation we're getting into. What are, <laughs> I I agree on the outgoing part completely hundred percent. Um, what are like some of the things that y'all see men wear that just like uh now I don't even want to talk to you. Like, Bro, them gas station pictures with the Nickelodeon Rugrats. Lines, period. Get rid of it. Like, <laughs> it has to go. Like, and then the rug rides and the and the Nickelodeon hoodies. Like, why are you wearing? This? Are you watching this? Like, why are you? What are you wearing this for? Like, I don't understand why you have the rug rides on your chest. Like, I don't understand. You could be a fan. That could be a fan when you was younger. You a grown ass man, looking like you yeah. shot from Route Twenty One. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Dang. That's crazy. Yeah, no. Um, how do you feel about like the uh, the Chelsea boots people or men? I feel like men that wear Chelsea boots, like it depends. Because I feel like men that wear Chelsea boots can't dress efficiently, so they throw on Chelsea boots to make themselves feel like they know how to dress. And I don't know. I feel like it's also really basic, and I prefer a man that has like a little bit of an elevated taste. Listen, I love a good sneakers. Like, I would love to give me like another sneakerhead too. That'd be great. And I feel like Chelsea Boots is cool and everything, but like, can you dress dress though? Like, this is just giving me that you can dress for like a little urbany, like a little, a little dressy vibe. But can you outside of this? Like, you can't dress like this all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, because if you dress like this all the time, it's gonna look kind of crazy. Because like, you know me, like I'm gonna pull some basketball shorts out, some Jordans on it, and you know, just you know, make it work, right? Yeah. Imagine me coming into an event. Next to me, I got Chelsea boots on and a goddamn and you know you look at me and it's like y'all together like this don't this don't uh, this don't match like it doesn't match. And I feel like niggas don't wear the Chelsea boots. It's like a uniform for them. It's like the Chelsea boots, the uniform. black pants, and the turtleneck. Like bro, bro you just put it on the hanger. Like it's done. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I um. So your your manga be able to be fly in any setting. Right. Like, I, to have, I need some versatility, positive. Like I need you to be able to dress it up and dress it down. Like do all those things. Like I feel like, um, I feel like honestly, like me and Terry are, like really good examples. Like I feel like I've seen Terry like dress down and it still look good. I see her dress up and it looks really good. Like I feel like I need someone that like some versatility to their closets. Like you can be able to wear like baggy jeans. And it's cool. You can wear like this. Well, I can't. I guess it's only for a girl. Like after next skirt or whatever. But, like a guy should just like dress down. You're like low key fly. It's cool. You don't gotta be like wearing Gucci or nothing. Like it don't gotta be nothing crazy like that. But like aesthetically, you know, like just like a little a little vibe. It's cool. But if um, I think if I found somebody that I liked and like just couldn't dress, if they was open minded to let me just like check the closet, like, I got the okay. <laughs> Let's just take these things. I don't like it. Just throw them away. Like, you know, we could just update it. Update. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Um, dang. I don't think I want to ask y'all about these, uh, these men. How do y'all feel about men in just general? Because I feel like, uh, or niggas, as Terry would say, um, we get, a lot, we get a lot of slander. So, like, how do y'all feel about it in general? Like, just men in general? Yeah, just men in general. How would you, how would you rate that? Like, rate them in what sense, though? Like, like 
hurt them in the sense of like, like are like are, are niggas are niggas ain't shit like when in, 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 realistically like alpha social media like are niggas ain't shit realistically. Like I never feel any type of way towards niggas in that way because like you know that niggas like was it I run niggas niggas don't run me like that's kind of like yeah. the vibe like so for me it's just like I don't have a feeling of like niggas ain't shit because it's just like you're not a priority you're not the main event so mm-hmm. you're just here it's whatever not a priority. um I don't think that niggas ain't shit I think niggas aren't shit in certain situations like I feel like what one nigga won't do, another will. If he wanted to, he would. Like one girl was like, oh, when I was with him, like he wasn't doing shit, like he didn't do nothing for me, like he just wasn't good. Like okay, but my experience with him wasn't like that. So obviously, something obviously not to say like it was you, but just to say that like I think a lot of guys like if you allow him to do something, he will do it. Like if you show him that it's okay, he's not gonna stop doing something with you. Continuously show him that it's okay to do it. Like, I feel like, um, I don't want to say, like, training in a way, but, like, just, like, you just need to be able to just, like, say what is and what isn't. Like, if you act in a certain way, like, you're done. Yeah. Like, if I, if I take you back and then it's just like, oh, I don't make a big deal of it. It's just like, okay, well, now he's understanding. Even if it's not, like, um, if, it, if it's subconscious, like, they could be like, okay, well, she already accepted it. Like, she said it's fine. She brought me back. Like, okay, now it's okay for me to do this because I know she'll take me back. Like, if you make that type of culture, like, consistent in your relationship, then, like, niggas end up not being shit because they know that at the end of the day, if I'm not shit, she's not going to care. She's going to she's gonna take me back. Like, so I feel like it depends on the situation for a guy to be or not be shit. Um, I think that if a guy wanted to be better, if he wanted to be something for what the girl wanted, I feel like a guy would definitely give the girl that he really wants it to work with or really wants to be with, he would give her what she's, like, asking for. Like, she's like, oh, I don't like you doing this okay, well, I value you more than doing this other thing over here, so I'm gonna stop doing this because I would rather lose that than, be, than like, lose you type of thing. So, like, if a guy doesn't mm-hmm. do that, then, like, probably he's not shit, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's really valid. Because, like, I feel like, not to put it all on women, but I feel like some women or a lot of women put, it, put a lot of power in men's hands. It's just that, like, wow. niggas, aren't, niggas ain't shit, okay? But, like, why are you dealing with that? Like, the nigga, like, a nigga did something <laughs> to me, you barred, like, Dope. Yeah, like you're dying. Like there's like a million men in this world, and you're choosing to put up with this one man. Like it's just kind of like, no, I don't know. That's just me though. But I do think like when it all boils down to it, like people are people. Like I feel like niggas ain't shit. People aren't shit. Like that's just how it is. Like people aren't shit unless like you allow them to treat you some type of way. And once you allow them to treat you some type of way, it's up to you to stop it. If you don't like it, leave. Yeah, and then I kind of also go to the point where people are like, oh, like, nigga, not shit, but like, sis, where are you going tonight? Oh, mm. oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, um, the only free game I will give women, you know, gotta stick up for the bros, can't, you know, can't tell too much. Only thing I will say is men do like to, like, test the orders. Like, like I said, like, kind of like to see how far they can go. And they, they'll go in different directions. They'll, they'll, you know, test the orders over here, test it over there. Just to see what you allow and what you want. And then once you, for the most part, once you establish what you want, like, will and will not allow, they'll chill. Because, like, you know, men typically like comfortability. That's why, like, if you have to do something over and over, they'll get comfortable. Like, say you let him, like, you know, smash, and then you want dates. Well, you haven't been asking for dates before he smashed. So now he doesn't even want to give you dates. Now he's comfortable. You know what I'm saying? 
so long as you don't let us get comfortable, I feel like you can pretty much control the situation. I, I feel like that kind of goes back to what I said earlier, though. Like, if you like, if you allow a nigga to do something like continuously, like if you allow this consistent behavior to keep going, then he's gonna know that it's okay for him to do to act that way. Like he's gonna continuously act this way because you didn't make it a problem before. So why is it a problem now? He's like, gonna think you like it because he like it. Like not even that you like it, but just that the fact that you. You'll withstand it. Like you'll be like you won't make it to a point where it's like, no, this is so big of a problem. I'm gonna leave. Like, or they expect like, oh, like why would you think I'd be okay with that? Because when I did it, you didn't do anything. Like you didn't, you didn't react in a way that made me feel like that you were gonna work out. Like why do I need to react like that? Like no, like if you gonna sit here and they and act this way and allow him to do these things, like why would he? Like if I if I let you steal from my store and I saw you steal and you left with it anyway. And I didn't say anything. Like, you saw me, I saw you, we all saw you still, and you left. Mm-hmm. Why would I not come back and still again? Like, you know, like, <laughs> like, okay with it. Like, so, you can't, like, really, like, you can only expect so much when you're allowing it to happen. So, so yeah, I agree with what Terry said. Like, I, you can't really say, like, because our shit in general, I think it's like, you, you take what you give, like, you allow what you allow at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, I said it, um, my final question for the pod. Um, what is your favorite moment of the summer? My favorite moment of the summer, being that summer's coming to a close, which I'm kind of excited about because I'm really excited for hoodie season. I can really, you know, get some fits off. It's about that time. It's about my time to shine. But um, it was like a period of time, like literally like that week before my birthday, into my birthday, the 7th, 8th through the 13th mm-hmm. of June. Greatest, you did like, have like, a lot of back-to-back action, though. I'm not gonna lie, now. Like, yeah. AGP, your birthday, Midsummer's, like it was very boom, yeah. boom, boom. But like, it was a great time in June. June was my by far my favorite month of the year. Um, so yeah, that was my favorite point of the summer. Just before heading into my birthday week, it was amazing. Gemini mm-hmm. season. I think my favorite moments were like the intimate moments with my friends. Like when um, our friend group would, would have like little potlucks or like uh, little bowling, small things like that. I feel like the lit moments were definitely great, but it's like moments I know I'll have again. And like those intimate moments with like a big group of people that you really enjoy, like you never know. So it's like, I feel like those were my favorite moments. Hey, my favorite moment of summer. Oh, wait, I have another one. Um, when the last game night at Apartment 17, RIP Apartment 17, <laughs> RIP, great Apartment 17. Um, when I got the aux cord back in game night, I started playing R&B, and like, y'all was really singing. Like, everybody was singing. <laughs> touched my heart, really touched my heart. You know what I'm saying? The way I just remember, I don't even remember showing up to that damn party. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you was in a different world. <laughs> I was gone at that party. Like, oh like I was definitely looking at Alice too. Like, wow. No, yeah. <laughs> the, way, the way I try to go to my room and my door was locked. <laughs> Zoe just sprawled out on the bed. I'm like, what the? What no, because like I really needed a second. Like that party was wild. Like I really needed a second to step away from everyone. Like I feel like you know, I feel like when we go to parties and stuff, like people initially they just come. And just talk and they just talk, 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 and they stuff like this very like energetic energy back. And it was like, 
you're talking, but it's just it's way too much. Like that's like I'm I can tell that you're talking to me. It's like it's not it's not registering. Like <laughs> so I was like, I need to step away and like this bass and this music is like really this is really fucking me right now. So I was just like I just need to go upstairs and step away. But see the issue with that is that when I stepped away, the party stepped away too. It was like, oh we going upstairs, like let's go like no the whole point we go upstairs is why I could be alone. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what my, my um, favorite summer memory um would maybe be. I think AGP and that one time when me and Terry went to Philly and New York. Definitely like a a good summer highlight. Um, yeah. Yeah. Y'all was wandering the streets? We were, honestly. Like, <laughs> I think the best part is that, like, I feel like Zoe and I, like, we have the same mindset. Like, you know, we're here to live life. You know, live life on a spree. And so it's just, like, every moment, it was just, like, an adventure. It was just, like, you want to do this? Why not? You want to smoke? Let's do it. Bro, the way we had, like, a whole, like, there was one night where, like, we were, like, oh, we're bringing, like we're, we were in... No, we were in Philly, I think. We were just like, what are we gonna do? Like, you know, it's nighttime, like what's the vibe? Didn't really know what's going on out here. Cause we, like, we literally went with no plan. Like we weren't supposed to go to Philly. So like we were just like, we're here already, so like what are we gonna do? So we ended up going to this drag club. We ended up copying from the bodyguard at the club. And no fun is the Then we talked to a stranger on the street and asked the stranger to roll for us. And you and she rolled it. I ain't never seen nobody roll it went that fast. She literally said, click, click, click. Here. I ain't never seen nobody do this in my life. She literally took 20 seconds. She said, yeah, it was crazy. And then we had a whole conversation with them too. Like, And then we found out they have a whole edible shop, a bakery. Yeah. In New York. And we were like, The bodyguard and the woman? Huh? The bodyguard and the woman? Like, together? No, no, no. Separate people. Like, we... And then we kept walking and we were like walking for a little bit. And then we found some other people. And the guy was like, oh, come talk to us. And then we ended up going over there, but then we ended up not talking to him at all. Ended up talking to his friends that were girls that were in the same group. And they were actually pretty chill. Like they it was her and she had a girlfriend with her. And we were talking to her. We were like, oh y'all chill people. They were like, yeah. And we were just talking, have a good time. And then they and she ended up rolling it for us. And we ended up following Instagram. Like, and they have like a whole bakery. And that was like, like it looks like an actual like walk-in bakery type thing. But yeah, she wrote a first, and then we ended up going to Love Park, like off Annie, the movie Annie. We ended up going to Love Park, and we were just like vibing for like, and then we didn't, we didn't have a lighter either, so we ended up walking around. <laughs> and then we found someone, we saw someone with a lighter, and we were like, "Oh, can we borrow it?" He was like, "Oh, you can have it here. Have a good night." And we're all with you, and we were just like, "Wow, like the hospitality here is great." <laughs> and then the next day, like we were like, "Let's go to New York." Because we were supposed to go to New York and then like we didn't. But then finally did. And so it was just woke up early in the morning, went to the train station, bought a ticket, like got food, came back, got on the train, almost missed the train. We were sitting there like, how do we read this? Like we really had no idea. Like, we was really just there. Just like we just there. We were like, how do we like we didn't know what train is like? We didn't know how to read the train numbers. So I asked Lady, I was like, what train is ours? They was like, the one that's about to leave. I said, this one right here. <laughs> we had to run, catch the train, get on the train. Road to New York. 
you know, we was out there, like, we thrifted a little bit and went to the Times Square and stuff, like, walked in some stores and everything. We even got interviewed, like, we got stopped by a YouTuber and, like, got interviewed and stuff. Yeah. And then, um, after we, like, came back, we ended up getting stuck on the train tracks on the way back to Philly. We were, like, stuck on the train tracks for, like, an hour. Yeah. Lorraine. And then we ended up making it back eventually. Yeah. But we stayed in New York way longer than we were supposed to. We no. we were to. We didn't leave until, like, 7, 8. No, like, it was enjoying the time too much. But I just think that it was a really good, like, experience. Like, we got stopped on the street a couple times. We got stopped by, like, some donator shit, like, thing. We, we went into like all these different stories. Like I just think it was like a really good like time. Honestly, it was a really spontaneous at the most because like there was no plan. It was just really just out there vibing. Yeah, because yeah. I, I would need I would know where I'm gonna lay my head at night. Y'all just going. No, we okay. We did get that part right. Okay, we we booked the hotel on the way to Turkey. Yeah, in the car right there. We didn't yeah. have We called. We're like, what hotels are available? She said this one and we were like let's book it and it was really good mm-hmm. it was really nice they had said it like it was like out, it was like outside inside at the same time mm-hmm. interesting okay wow um Philly New York wow um so we're going to Chicago yeah oh I um well, October is the plan yes. October cool uh, okay. Any week but Halloween. Does it sound good? I love Halloween. But like, like, I'm saying like, I feel like there's gonna be some any week but Halloween. October works. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk about this off the uh, recording, but yeah, definitely. I'm gonna look at flights for each week, and uh, I know. Hopefully, we'll be back for another podcast so we can recap Chicago. Oh, yeah. hopefully, we'll record one in Chicago. That would be great. Oh yeah. yeah, we should record it with like some like a skyline or something. Like, just oh wow, like, we're really official. Like, yeah. set up the chairs on the rooftop and just like let the tape, let the clip mm-hmm. run. That's cool. That's fire. Um, do y'all have any last uh, last words for in the episode? Mm-hmm. You know what's so crazy? I was talking about this with my mother. I was just like, it's so crazy because these people are gonna be like the people that are gonna be in my life. Like, I really feel like. Y'all are gonna be like, y'all gonna have kids, or y'all gonna get married. I'm like, wow, so crazy. I remember when she was like, you know, out for the count. I remember when he did this. Yeah, like, when she was alone. Yeah. yeah. No, we gonna be talking like, can you believe such thing get married? Remember when he used to be out in the street, and now he get married. Isn't that crazy? Like, we wanna be in the house wedding. Remember when now did? Okay, that's crazy. That's crazy. And don't let us all be at the same one at the same time. Like someone getting married, we can be in the corner like. Yeah, like I don't, I don't, how they get married? Like that's crazy. <laughs> hey, hey, love, love. Yeah. yeah, I agree. You know, Uncle Nile's house is always uh, available. Yeah. Come through, <laughs> bring the kids. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um. So, any final words? Um. No final words. I think this was a really good conversation. It flowed easy, as usual. Great time. Yeah, no. I agree. Um, but yeah, we'll, uh, this is the wrap for episode 58 of Air Podcast. Um, we all have bad takes. Why not listen to mine?
this up like last winter for the pain I pushed it aside, I can't win down They alert, can't blow up my signal like antenna So I can't fuck with them cause I'm all about business It ain't hard to be a sinner, but it is a big winner So I can't move on my ground I remember